0: Welcome to Insights with Net Support with top guests and top tips. Uh, hi there, welcome to another episode of Insights live here on the Net Support stand SD50, live from the show floor at BEC 2024. And I'm absolutely delighted uh, to have somebody with me that I've been uh, a follower of and uh, somebody I've connected with uh, and uh, had a chance to um, talk to and share with many times over the years, uh, the lovely Rachel Now. Working in Australia, not here in the UK. Moved back home, working for Text Help, primary school educator. Lots and lots of experience. I feel like I'm doing your CV intro for you, Rachel. <laughs> um, if you don't follow Rachel on social media, Tech Miss C, uh, we will find her on her Instagram and, and X and uh, all those different platforms. Um, but welcome to the show, Rachel. How you so are you much. doing? Yeah, really well, thank yeah.
1: you. It's so nice right? to be back.
0: Yeah, good flight over.
1: Yeah, nice and nice and quick, which is good.
0: <laughs> are you sure it was quick? You must have slept <laughs> it feels like it,
1: yeah. Slept <laughs> and lots of movies. So, oh, so fantastic. Nice. So um, I gave a little
0: bit of your uh, sort of background there, but to, just sort of share for our audience what is your background in education?
1: Yeah, so I started teaching in Melbourne in Australia and then moved over to London and uh, started teaching and then really have always had a passion for teaching teachers how to use technology in the classroom um, to help them save time, but also just to create greater learning experiences for all learners.
0: Now, if you don't follow Rachel, one thing I would say about her is she is an absolute powerhouse when it comes to her sharing. Now, if you know us here at NetSupport and my work as well, with um, my IT evangelist hat on, I'm like with Obi-Wan over here compared to like a sort of Padawan over here. Her sharing is phenomenal. And she has a really good knack of making uh, quite complex things actually seem quite easy. Which is a big deal isn't it? Because one of the issues you often find, and please tell me, is, is it the same in Australia? Over here, teachers struggle sometimes with their confidence with technology. Is that something you find as well? Yeah,
1: definitely. I think everyone is always at a different level when it comes to using technology. You know, we always know that there's those people that run and love, and that's definitely myself. Like, I'm a big one to to use that technology. But we know that there's always going to be those people in that beginner stage and those people that sort of just sit in the background and go, "Mm, yeah, it looks great, but then find it really hard to build up that confidence to try something new. And I think one of the things that I've learned, um, both in Australia and in London, supporting so many educators, is it's really important to just have a go. Know that technology, as much as we love it, it will fail at some point. And if you can overcome that fact, you know, our students are learning every day and they're learning how to use technology. They know that it won't always work. And yeah. so we just need to go along that same journey with them.
0: Great. Thank you, Rachel. I, I want to dig into a sort of leadership perspective as well, because yep. it's all very well and good knowing that right so that's good advice for somebody who listening who you, maybe would be a teacher in a classroom right because it is important to you know to be all sort of carol dweck about it and have yeah. a growth mindset and be resilient just as you'd like your learners but how do you ensure that teachers from a leadership perspective yeah how do you give them that confidence to have a go you got any sort of tips around that sort of thing yeah
1: so i think for for senior leaders it's really trying to embrace the importance of technology you know bringing in that equity of access is so important when we think about technology in the classroom. And ultimately, from a senior leadership perspective, you're the ones driving that message, that vision in your schools. And so if you're championing that for your teachers within your school and really encouraging and um, using training, I think, is a big thing, not only getting people to come in and talk, because we know that teachers really spark off that excitement of actually hearing from a different voice, Um, Yes, there's power in getting your own teachers to talk to technology and how they're using it. But it is really sort of using the community of of wonderful educators that we have and keeping that momentum going.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. And so that that idea of having external voices come in, because it's still very well and good being that person in school.
1: Yeah. But, you know,
0: if it's always like the, the Rachel or the Mark show, then... What's different? Exactly. And, yep. Are other schools doing that? Bringing that in the voices could be a really good driver for yeah. those sorts of conversations. So brilliant. So, thank you for that, uh, Rachel. You mentioned uh, something which is important to me and to hopefully most people um, in the edtech space. You mentioned the idea of equity of access. Yeah. Right. Um, you've worked with big trusts uh, yeah. here in the UK. How have, you, how have, you, have you got any advice for how you can ensure some equity of access when obviously there is such a big divide, isn't there, between yeah. those that have and those
1: that don't have technology? Yeah. So I think one of the things is that we know that technology can be expensive, but ultimately if we look beyond the cost value, we know that actually technology can empower all learners. And so we need to move beyond just being able to support those students that may struggle and, and have those different needs, and actually how every student can benefit. I think. You know, as as teachers and senior leaders, we know those children that, unfortunately, just sort of coast through school all the way. That they're never really going above and beyond, and they're they're never sort of struggling behind. And ultimately, we want to be able to um, provide that equity of access and be able to give students and meet students where they are. Um, And we sort of talk a lot about um, equality and accessibility, and that's really not just providing access to technology, but actually making sure that we're putting all of the right supports in place for everyone um, because we know ultimately everyone can benefit from different tools that are available.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I'll dive into the, uh, particularly the accessibility stuff, I know you're yeah. really passionate about in just a moment, but I was keen to understand and unpick because it's important we sort of get a global feel for this. So, um, you know, uh, the questions I was asking then around equity of access and um, talking about your work here in the UK with yeah. trust and things, obviously about a very UK specific focus there but do you see similar things uh, in australia
1: so i think it's a question it's that i get asked a lot of times um and there is a real strong digital divide unfortunately in australia um, i think one of the things you know we don't like to talk about covid anymore but i think one of the things that the uk did quite well was really provide digital devices to those low socioeconomic families and unfortunately in australia we didn't really do that Um, And so there is a transition to really empower and put those devices in, um, but it is varied. So I work with schools across Australia and, you know, there'll be some schools you'll go in and it'll be one-to-one. There'll be other schools where it's just, you know, a small handful of devices. So it does vary and and that makes it really challenging.
0: And and I've worked in a few places in Australia in schools. Do you find that tends to be, you know, the the hubs, as it were, are more the independent schools versus the...
1: Yeah, it it is, yeah. yeah. So it's quite similar, I guess. You know, independents where they've got the money, they're able to provide those devices directly to students, whereas the other schools that sort of don't have that funding are sort of utilising parents to be able to um, provide those devices um, or do sort of a loan system in place for there as well.
0: Yeah, well, we mentioned accessibility before, and, and uh, as you might sort of guess, looking at her T-shirt here, <laughs> uh, Rachel now works at TextHelp, um, a, 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 a massive leveler uh, in terms of providing equity of access. Um, I've got P- uh, Patrick McGrath uh, uh, from, oh, from TextHelp coming yeah. over later to talk about universal design for learning, and something he shares with me an awful And I'm sort of a manager and sort of through the business as well, what your tools are. Uh, essential for some, but, yep. but uh, useful for, for all. everyone. Yeah,
1: um,
0: I think that's quite true with ev- all, all sorts of technology. Well, I'd like to hope that people are using it in a sort of ways. Could you share or sort of shine a spotlight on on um, uh, the ways in which uh, you're working with schools to try and make that actually you know, a reality
1: for them? Yeah, so I think a lot of our work sort of does stem around sort of learning support, SENCOs, who very much are focused on supporting individual students and what we're trying to do is work really closely with senior leaders to get them to understand that actually... Some of those supports that we put in place are actually useful for everyone. You know, the research shows that more and more adults are watching TV with closed captions as a as a really basic one. Um and, you know, a lot of people use text-to-speech and we don't even know that it's text-to-speech. You know, if we're driving in a car, we'll have Siri reading our messages to us when we're driving. That is text-to-speech. So it's, you know, there are so many ways that actually we can all benefit from having access to that and You know, if we don't show someone, it goes back to that question around technology and empowering people to use it. If we talk about, you know, what we don't know, we don't know. Like, unfortunately, it is what it is. You know, until you're shown, until you see what's capable, you sort of just go along with how it is. And I think, you know, in 2024, what we need to do is we need to step beyond that confidence level and step into the unknown and really embrace those opportunities.
0: It's interesting you mentioned that uh, you, know, you don't know what you don't know, sort of thing as well, because people will, you know, say, you know, uh, hey Siri, hey you call mum or whatever, then driving their car or yep. navigation, and they don't even realise that it's called text to speech. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes they don't even realise you're doing these things. Yep. You know, uh, listen, so many great things. Please, please, please do uh, follow Rachel on on social at Tech Miss C. Uh, she is such a great person to follow, and um, you sort of again timeline you know particularly Instagram I would say uh, was where I sort of really first came of Rachel and her sharing so many great ideas so many great things you can learn from her and of course if you want to learn more about text help I'm sure she would be very happy to have a conversation yeah, definitely. Around all those sort of things as well too thank you so much thanks for all the so conversation much. Rachel uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of insights from Netsport here live from BET 2024 thanks